Hey, hey, Catherine here. I've got another amazing episode lined up for you today. But before we dive in, you know the drill. I want to give a big shout out to one of our listeners of the week. Leslie wrote, so excited that Catherine is talking about nonverbal communication, about being true to oneself and style and leadership and serving. Pay attention to this podcast. My messaging that sells students and private one-to-one coaching clients know I'm all about being true to yourself and style, especially when it comes to communicating your message with the world. But even more importantly, how to show up in the energy of the leader of your business. And if you listen to the last two episodes, you got a glimpse at what that does for you as a business owner. Joanna tripled her business in 12 months, and Nadia launched her subscription box business a year ago to a nearly sold out crowd at the time. She's also kept the majority of those early buyers and turned them into loyal customers over the last 12 months. That is huge. And both of these amazing female entrepreneurs got clear on their goals and priorities for achieving them. This is something our next guest is an expert at. Alon David, founder and CEO of 90X, arrived in America in 1995 without any business leads or connections. He had no university network or promising internships to fall back on. He didn't even have a solid business idea, but he did have ambition, drive, and the dream to make something out of his life. After several years of trial and error, trying other people's planners and systems, and ultimately deciding that he knew that he could create the ultimate goal-setting system, the 90X Goal System was born. Along created the very first 90X Goal Planner to help other entrepreneurs and business owners effectively set up and achieve goals. Sounds awesome, right? Today, the 90X Planner system is sold in over 100 countries around the world, and Alon helps entrepreneurs everywhere achieve their highest goals. I love what Alon does because for the multi-passionate mile a minute CEO, that is me. He's made setting goals super freaking easy. And if you know me, I love simplified processes and I despise when we overcomplicate things. I am the person that likes to cut corners and cut out unnecessary steps. And I believe that Alon has mastered this with the 90X planner and goal setting system. So his planners and mission speak so much to me. He's also graciously offered up a discount code for all of my amazing listeners, which is CAT30. And you can access that at www.90x.co. I promise you it's the most simplified planner I've ever used and that you'll probably ever use. So it's a real honor to chat with him today. After generating over a million dollars in sales and selling one of her businesses with a single email, your host, Catherine Thompson, takes an unconventional approach to marketing and sales. So if you're ready to tap into a more powerful way to be seen, heard, and a sought-after entrepreneur in your industry without having to spend endless hours marketing your business and chasing clients, you're in the right place. Be the Sought-After Entrepreneur Podcast is here to help you ditch the cookie-cutter, one-size-fits-all approach to marketing and use your unique energy to effortlessly attract the most aligned clients. When you do this, you can spend less time marketing your business and more time doing your soul work and enjoying the richness of your life. Welcome to Be the Sought After Entrepreneur Podcast. And here's your host, Katherine Thompson. 
I'm super excited to have Alon on the podcast here today. He is the founder of the 90X Planner. Super stoked to have you. Without further ado, I'm just going to transfer it right over to you, Alon, so that you can share with our listeners who you are, what your business is, and who you serve. Thank you for having me. My name is Alon. I'm the creator and founder of 90X. We've been up for about uh, four years now, and we help entrepreneurs and business owners grow their business using our 90x goal system because we believe that if you want to reach something, you got to have a goal. And those are the people we work on. Of course, this plan works for anybody that has a goal, but primarily our focus is to help entrepreneurs and business owners so this way they can get focused and hit those goals. Yeah, so awesome. So I know you have a philosophy around why the 90 days, right? So there's lots of people out there that are, they talk about goal setting and you got to do this and do this. But what's your philosophy around the 90 days? Exactly. So I believe like, you know, a lot of people ask you this question, what's your five-year goal? What's your one-year goal? What's your life goal? Yeah. What's your goals? Right. And, you know, it's fine if you want to do that. But the reason I created the 90, because I just, I just think it's a lot easier to focus on the 90 days, because if you cannot reach your goals in 90 days, you're not going to reach your one-year goal. You're not going to reach your five-year goal. Heck, you're going to lose the momentum like three or four months after, even if you don't just see the progress. So. I decided to create the 90-day goal because it's just a lot easier. It's not too far out and it's not too close in. And I think it's just a perfect sweet moment that you can work on your goals. And then after that, you know, measure what worked, what didn't work, and then do better for the next quarter around and then so on. So you can still have your five-year goal and one-year yeah. goal. But I just think it's a lot better to focus in quarter at each time. So this way you can learn and grow, learn and grow rather than just try one year and lose the momentum. Yeah. And I totally agree with that. And I know that a lot of our listeners are like high achieving, multi-passionate, sometimes finding focus or being super focused. They've achieved a great success, but keeping that focus. And I know for me, when I stumbled across your 90X planner, it was probably the only planner that I could actually use because I couldn't answer the question of like, what's my one-year goal or my five-year goal? I'm like, I have this big goal but then it's like, now how do I break it down to actually into achievable steps along the way in order to get there, right? Yeah, I know that, yeah, when I stumbled across your planner, that was the the one thing that kind of really spoke to me was that like bite size process. Like, I'd love for you to share inside the planner, like you do break it down into very sort of actionable and simplified steps. So it's not overcomplicated. So I want to touch a little bit because I think that's important. Yeah. You know, one of the reasons I put this planner in a very minimalistic way. Yeah. Because before I started 90X, I would purchase planners because I really believe in the power of writing. And everybody would ask me a beautiful question. What's your one-year goal? What's your 90-day goal? What's your 100-day goal? And I would write it down. But then the next day, they did not have a system. So now what? Like, what do I do now? Like, how do I know? How can I measure? How can I move on? Yeah. And that's the reason I wanted to create it in a very minimalistic format where there's not 28 different questions every day to ask you and how you're feeling and how this and how that, which are not, uh, should has nothing to do with your goals, in my opinion. Yeah. But, but it gives you that step by step guidance every day to encourage you to take an action and move forward. You know, what's your goal? What's the reason why, you know, the why, why you want to reach this goal, your action, and what you're willing to do every day so you can move forward. 
And that's really what the whole base of the system is. Yeah. And so in terms of like the minimalistic approach, and that's the thing, again, I was so drawn to because I needed that minimalistic approach in order to achieve the goals that I wanted to achieve. And I found lots of things were overcomplicated. Do you find that that really helps benefit or help people that procrastinate? Or what is your thought around procrastination and achieving goals and goal setting? Yeah. So I think, yes, the minimalistic approach is a lot better because this way, like I said, if you're using the 90X system, if you're using our planner, if you're spending more than five to seven minutes a day on it, you're doing it wrong. Ah, okay. Yeah. That's how much you got to spend. Like, what's my action? How can I focus on these things today? This is what I want to do. That's the actions that are going to help me get closer to my goal. So we're not focusing on a to-do list. Just those actions are going to move you closer to your goal and move on. And that's really the, the one of the thing. And the reason I think people procrastinate is because, you know, if you, there's so many questions and you're really spending like 20, 30 minutes just filling the thing out, you know, you're going to lose the momentum. You're not going to be excited about it. And I think we want to get excited about getting to work rather yeah. than just writing now. Okay. Everything, like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to get done. Let's get going. Yeah. And you touched on the time spent, like in terms of not spending too much time in what I call like sort of that idea stage, like I want to achieve this goal and this is how these are the action steps I'm going to do it and spending, like you said, lots of time doing that versus actually getting into taking the action. But you touched on something really important about like the to-do list, because I think a lot of entrepreneurs can get stuck in this running to-do list. They're like, check, check, check off. And then at the end of the day, they haven't moved the needle forward in their business. So can you talk a little bit about the difference between action steps and like a running to-do list? Exactly. So one of the differences, we have a list for you to do. I mean, if yeah. you want to in the planner, but the, the really the goal for that one is to delegate. Okay. Which I'll t- touch in a second. So yeah. I get here to the office, you know, I kind of meditate. I kind of sit down today. Okay. What is my intention today? What is it that I want to do today that will help me move the needle towards my goal? Okay, so the one of those one, two, three, four big actions that I want to focus on today, I write those down. The to-do list is that we need to create those banners, we need to create these flyers, we need to create the, blah, blah, all the stuff that we want, the swipe up, the text, the content, whatever, all that stuff. But then I delegate those. Yeah. So this is where the difference is between actions towards your goals and just to-do list. That's the difference. Now, the way you would know that if you're spending, like you said, most of you're like, yes, I'm done with all those 15, 20, 30 items. Great. But have you moved the needle towards the goal? If the answer is no, then you just wasted your whole day. Totally. Exactly. So learn how to delegate. That's why we also have the launch planner, which is really focusing on one goal. And most of it is to just learn to delegate as a CEO, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur. You want to learn to delegate, to talk to your people that are working with you. And I only have two people that work with me most of the time. But I delegate everything. We we came over here today at 8 o'clock and they're already gone by 12. In four hours, we accomplished everything we wanted to do for this Labor Day weekend that we do, you know? Yeah. But because I delegated everything, I just focused, I'm just looking at the big picture. So for every entrepreneur, if you have like 15 things to do today, you're going to waste your time. You're going to feel out of energy, doing all the stuff that's not important, right? to delegate and working on the big picture. What's my big picture? What it is that I want to accomplish and learn to delegate? Now, some people, you know, they work by themselves. Yeah. And I get it. And it's okay as well, but maybe it's a time for you to step up and say, okay, you know what? I'm going to hire somebody for two hours, three hours a day, or a week even, you know, it doesn't matter, but give them the tasks that are not important, that are not going to move the needle towards the goal. So when you start your day, 
ask yourself, what is my intention today? What is it I want to accomplish? Yeah. And if I'm about to do those actions, I will line up with my goals and are they going to move the needle? And if the answer is yes, then that's what you want to focus on. The rest, either don't do it at all or just delegate it. That's my approach. Yeah. And so in terms of, you know, tasks or to-do lists and delegation, because there are a lot of entrepreneurs that do listen to this that are like sole entrepreneurs that work solo. So I do want to touch a little bit on that in a minute. But for those that do have a team in place, again, the high achiever can fall into the trap of like not wanting to release or let go or the struggle with perfectionism. So how do you know for yourself as a business owner, like what things to let go of and to delegate? Yeah. So first of all, when I started, I mean, so there's things that I don't like to do. So I created a list of all the things that I love to do. And then all the things that I hate to do and all the things that I must do. Yeah. Uh, You know, like taxes or whatever it is that my responsibility that I can just give to my accountant and my bookkeeper. But let's focus on those two lists. The things that you love to do and the things that you don't like to do. The things that you don't like to do, definitely don't do them because they're not going to come out right. Even if you think you can do them better than somebody else, then you need to learn how to hire and find somebody to accomplish that task. And you can just start one thing at a time, like Photoshop, hate to do Answering my emails, I hate to do that. I don't like to write emails. Uh, Voicemail or phone call. If not, I'm not talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) But I have Zoe do that. It's not like we're ignoring. I have Zoe do that or I have Will do it. I don't want to do those things. So you kind of want to learn those things that you don't like to do. And this way you want to focus on the things. Because if you're doing things that you're not happy with, miserable around, they're not fun, you have to do them because you are perfectionist, then you got to learn to let it go. And I am a perfectionist, but... You got to spend the time because you got to think bigger. If I'm spending that time on a task that I could hire somebody for $10 to $15 an hour to do, why am I doing it? Yeah. Is my, so, and if I'm a CEO or an entrepreneur or whatever, so am I really the CEO of the business owner or am I the employee? You kind of got to want to think about it and be honest with yourself because, and it's okay. Whichever one you decide is fine. But as long as you don't call yourself in the CEO and the business owner, where you're doing Photoshop or answering emails or writing content or whatever. So I think making that list really helped to yeah. first decide what it is that you want to do, what it is that you want to hire to do. And then that also gives you the push and you don't have to do them all. It's one thing. It's one thing at a time. Yeah, and that, yeah, it totally does. And I think sometimes I know when I first opened my brick and mortar, we've now since sold it. But when it, I opened it, it was like, really struggled releasing or even asking for help and getting help. But you touched on a really important thing when you talked about, you know, your team coming in at eight and they're done by 12 and how much quicker we can get things done when we do delegate to the people that are experts in that area or can do it way quicker. I was talking with a client recently and they were spending like hours trying to create their website and come up with a copy for it. And it was like, if you just outsource that piece Yes, you like being creative maybe in the moment, but like you said, are you the employer or are you the visionary leader of your business? So do you think doing is the only component? I know you touched a lot of it on of you come into work and you meditate when you first get there and you sort of set the intention for the day. And so do you think that doing is one of the most important components of being productive? Or do you think there's other things that play a factor in productivity and achieving goals? I don't think that's the only factor. I believe that, you know, as far as productivity yeah. is really, you know, the thing is we think we need to do a lot. Yeah. We really think we need to do a lot to get things done. And I used to be that guy that works 14, 16 hours a day. I used to be that guy, you know, works until my website until 12, 
two o'clock in the morning and then get up at six and, and get going. Because I thought that the more I work, the harder I work, the better it is, the closer I will get. But it's one point in my business, I shifted my mindset, the way I was thinking about things. And I literally get here at seven because I just like to work about an hour, an hour and a half, two hours by myself. So nobody's here listening to music, making my coffee and kind of doing my thing. And then my team arrives and we're part-time. We're all part-time, really. I mean, I don't work. Probably maybe spend about 20 hours a week. But it's just changing that mindset to believe that you don't have to work hard. You don't have to work a lot to get the more done. If you're focusing on the right thing, that's where productivity comes in. If you're focusing on the right thing, because if you're not, then definitely you're not going to see the results. Now, I'm not saying be lazy, but I just like to spend more time with my family and my kids. Totally. Saturday, Sunday, I don't work. I work from about seven o'clock to about two o'clock, 12 o'clock, depends on when my kids get up, but I spend time with them. And believe it or not, the same amount of money is coming in, if not more. Amazing. I used to work 12 because of the shift of mindset, focusing on the things that really matter, what it is that you want to work on. I love coaching my clients. That's where I spend the most time. Yeah, I yeah. love talking and showing up on Instagram and doing my Facebook lives and everything, being the visionary, thinking about new ideas, but then I have my team execute it. Like Amazing. Those banners, send those emails, you know, let's grow this team. Like, that's what I love to do. I love to talk to other business owners and see how we can work together, creating collaboration, things like that. And I think that just what makes me a little bit different now than before where I would spend all this time running right away. Like I don't have time to do anything. Six o'clock in the evening, I get home. I don't have time. And I check my phone. What in case I miss something? I was like, no. I mean, and I think it's just a shift of mindset. It's being really, really productive, writing everything down. That's why I love my system because if you write everything down that you need to do everything for the next day if you wanted to, you specifically spend time on that. Because if you accomplish that one big goal, it's a lot better than 20 small goals. And why is that? Because I think that one big goal includes all those 20 small ones. But if you focus on 20 small ones, then those 20 small ones have another 60 smaller ones that you need to do. But if yeah. you have that one big secret, it includes it all. What is your big, hairy, scare goal that you want to accomplish in 90 days? Great. That's the one. Let me see it in my vision. Let me be that person. Now, let me write all the things that I need to do to accomplish that big goal, which will suddenly include all the small things. But when you look at it, just smaller things that will fill up that big, it's like a pyramid, right? Yeah. You want to get to the top. You need all those things. You need the fitness, the feet, everything you need to do, the self-care. They all line up over there. And then it's a lot easier. That's why we created the launch plan, which is only one goal. Some people freaked out. I was like, what? I'm only going to waste my time for nine days on one goal? I was like, well, imagine if you had that one big goal that included everything that you want to accomplish. Why spread yourself thin on five different things or four? And I'm not saying you can do personal and business. I get it. Yeah. But I'm just saying that one big goal, if we're talking about entrepreneur business, launching your business, whatever it may be, that one big goal is a lot better. A lot of people that I get to know and talk to, I mean, one of the things is they're scared of getting support and help and guidance and having a coach. They're scared. Like, oh, that's a waste of money. That's a waste. Well, that's not. That's actually the first thing I did when I created the business is I hired a coach. The first thing had nothing to do with, she had nothing to do with planners or goal setting, but I needed somebody to push me, to be there with me, to work with me along the way. And that's part of your team, by the way, if you didn't know, is having a coach and a support system. And because this way I stayed on my task and I didn't quit. Yeah. I could have like, when I created the planner, so many things went wrong. You know, the designer didn't do this right. The printing company said that's not the lining dome. Like some, I wanted to quit a hundred times. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, seriously. And I've never created a product, which was even worse. So it was like, for me, it's all new. And then importing and then taxes and duties. And whoa, I didn't know all that going in. But you learn as you go. And then suddenly, you know, you kind of focus on the why you even got started. Yeah. This way you can move forward. So you talk about the mindset shift. Is there a certain point? Like, can you share with the listeners? Because I know they're going to, a lot of them are going to resonate. A lot of the people that I attract into my space are the entrepreneurs that work 16, 18 hour days, seven days a week, no breaks, a bazillion things on their to-do list, but are wanting to transition away from that because the reason they got into entrepreneurship was for more freedom, time with family, you know, not working and being chained to their business or their laptop. And so was there a specific point where you knew that shift had changed in your mindset or what contributed to that? You know, there's a lot of things. One of the things is really believing in myself, believing that this is what I want to do, understanding that the more work doesn't mean the more money. Yeah. The more work does not mean that. It just is going to wear me out. It's going to burn me out. I'm not going to be happy. I'm going to be frustrated, which then I show up that way. Frustrated, you know, it's not working all this time. I'm tired. I don't want to do it. You could burn too quick. And somewhere in that shift where I spend more time with my family and my kids, and I could still do, but it's again, it's going back to that mindset and understand that you don't need to accomplish all those 20. Most entrepreneurs, they need to quit. Let's have a meeting. I can't. I'm booked for that. Well, what are you doing? I have to do all this, 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 but none of these matter with your goal. Yeah. That's why you're busy. I could jump on a call with you tomorrow and the next day, no problem, because I have a lot of free time in there. It doesn't mean I'm not working. It means I'm very productive. I do what I need to do and I get it done and I'm out. I'm not focusing yeah. on it because this way my hard drive, my my head is always clear because I don't have to, I don't have a lot of clutter in there. Yeah. And that's really the mindset that the focus that you really have to believe that you don't have to do so much. You know, you don't have to work out. Focus on that one thing that you want to accomplish and do that task every day. If you have 20 goals, great. Write the one you want to work on and do that job until it gets done. Most people, they write their goal and then they change their goal along the way. They bring it closer. It doesn't work out. So I'll just bring it closer. I'll get more comfortable. You don't change your goal. You change the plan. And ah. the goal is fine. It's just yeah. the plan that you're taking it. We've recently started changing and shifting our plans to, to reach to more people because we've done the same thing over again and yeah. we got great results. But if we want different results, we got to change the plan now to get something different. It's not, I'm not saying what we did before wasn't wrong. I'm just saying is that you got to shift. You got to change a little bit. You got to show up differently. You know, I did not show up on IG for over a year and a half. I mean, I recently started to, and I used to do a lot more. So now I'm shifting my perspective. I want to show up a lot more, at least three or four times a week if I can, if not more. Yeah. Just changing the way you do things, still have the same goal, but changing the plan. Yeah. And I love that you say that because I think that there's a bunch of different avenues to get to the same goal, right? There's a bunch of different strategies and ways in which you can achieve that. But it's a matter of, you know, kind of evolving that. And I know you mentioned something about, you know, finding being very intentional about the things that you do do and the right steps. And I know a lot of the listeners are going to say, well, how do I know what things I should be doing to reach that goal? Yeah. And you're going to know by actually doing actions. You're yeah. going to know by doing actions. You're going to do that one action and then another action and suddenly another door is going to open and you're going to do that action. And then suddenly one thing didn't work and you're going to shift. It's just by trying and you've got to keep the same goal, the same finish line, but you got to change. 
just do one action, then another action, and then two actions, and then three actions, and then momentum is going to come. And then maybe it's gonna not going to work, but you're going to keep doing. I see people create products. It doesn't work. Then they'll go create another product, and then does it work, and then create another product. The product is fine. It's yeah. just shifting that. We rebrand, repackaged our goal-setting strategy package that we sell so many different times already. It's the same exact thing. I just repackaged it and rebranded so many times, making it better. Of course, making it better and better and better. But I don't have to invent a new thing all the time. Right. You just have to make that better. The iPhone 1, now there's iPhone 13. They didn't create a new iPhone from the beginning. They just took the one that made it better. Took the one, made it better. Took the one, made it better. The first iPhone they sold, they've sold, you know, 10 million the first quarter. I mean, now they're hundreds of millions, right? I mean, just taking the same product and making it better just making it better and just making it better rather than, okay, this is not working. Let me go create a new course and let me go create a new product. And then we're going to create, you know, this new membership because that didn't work. And, you know, like it's that and this, and it just, just stay consistent. Yeah. You just can't grow if you're not staying consistent. Same thing if you work out, right? You can't just do that push up and, and then it's, well, I'm not growing. So maybe I'll just do the legs now because <laughs> yeah. maybe that will fix up. It's not, you got to stay consistent in everything you're doing until you reach that goal. Yeah. You're going to reach it. It's just a matter of time and how much patient. And that's why you need that strong why to get going. But it's not the goal. It's always the plan that you want to change. Yeah. And so beautiful that you say that because I think, again, I know a lot of my listeners love to start from scratch, so to speak. Or if something doesn't work out, it's like, completely starting over trying something totally different and so i love that it's you gave the analogy of the iphone right it's not like apple's recreating the wheel every time they launch a new phone it's just a revised version a better version so to speak and you started you had never done a product before so i love this because i do have a lot of product-based businesses that do listen or people that want to start their own product so and you talked about you know, all the roadblocks and the different things that you've, you face. So, you know, and you hired a coach, so you didn't quit, but I'd love for you to share with the listeners, like just a little bit more about the story, the journey that you took to like getting this product kind of off the ground. Sure. Uh, it's something I actually shared yesterday on my IG and I'll share it over here. I mean, I was a professional photographer for eight years from uh, 2010 to about 2018. And then 2017, that's when I decided to launch 90X. So but I, I did procrastinate for three years prior to that, right? Because I'm not an expert. Somebody already has one. There's already 50 app planners. Who's going to listen to me? Who's going to buy my stuff? What am I going to do with all this? All that stuff that we add, which don't add any value to our life. But when I decided to go and, and launch my product, what I did is I created a list. I decided how much is it going to cost me to create my product? Just yeah. get an idea. It doesn't cost you anything, right? You can just get estimates. And think about it. And it could be whatever you want to create a website. You just get an idea. Okay, so it's going to cost me about 5000 Okay, great. A coach is another 5000 Great, about $10,000 to create 1,000 planners. Okay, how long is it going to take me? I'm adding that to the formula. Probably about 80 to 90 days. It'll just line up pretty much right because I got the estimates of designing about a month, production is about a month, arriving over here, you know, and then distributing. So that's about 90 days. So I worked from a place called worst case scenario. So worst case scenario, I launched my product. It's going to take me 90 days, 100 days. I'm going to spend about $10,000 and nobody's going to buy my planner. Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, nobody's going to buy my product, right? That's the worst that could happen. Yeah. 
right? You put up a website, you put this course, you put, you send it out to everybody you know, and nobody purchases. That's the worst that can happen. So I put that in one one side. And what's the best that could happen, right? Suddenly I'm on your show. Yeah. Three or four years later, and 185,000 planners sold worldwide. Amazing. You know, digital planners all over the place, custom planners, coaching, courses, digital. I mean, like so many things came up, podcasts, been over on 150 different podcasts and summits and things like that. Like that's the opportunity, right? Because yeah. I decided to, that's the worst case scenario. And this is the best that could happen. So yeah. I decided to go with the best that could happen. And it's a great for anybody that's actually starting or want to start or have an idea and they haven't done it because they're thinking about that guy and this guy and that guy that already has it, which doesn't matter. And if you use this for small formula, worst case scenario, it will help you make a decision. As a, as you get more experience and an entrepreneur, one of the things is you want to learn to make a decision fast. Yeah. Yes or no, it's a decision, but you got to make it fast and not spend two weeks thinking about it. When I talk and uh, do coaching for clients that thinking about hiring me, I asked him, you got to make that decision quick. You make it today. Yes or no. Whichever one you tell me, I'm fine with. I'm not attached to any of those. Yeah, make yeah. that decision fast because if not, you're going to think about it for a week or two weeks and just no point on doing that. And if you can make a decision, if you want to hire a coach, then hire. If you don't want to hire, then don't hire, but don't dwell on it for like a week or two weeks where well, I don't know. Let me research. And I've had clients that come back to me that we've been talking for nine months. Yeah, just, yeah. I still don't, I'm not sure. Well, great. Let me know when you're sure. So nine yeah. months in thinking about that, think about where you've been right now if you start nine months ago. Totally. Guaranteed you're going to be ahead. Guaranteed. No matter what you do, you're going to be ahead. Yeah. But if not, you're not. And, and that's really the way 90X was created. That's the way I approach with every product. I make a decision. I, I weigh the worst case. Worst case, I'm going to lose this much. I don't think I'm going to lose, but... You know, and that time is going to be a tax write-off. No matter, it doesn't matter. But yeah, <laughs> but I make that case because a lot of people are like, I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. And then the year, another thing, and they add that into the mix. Those don't matter because those are actions that you can do later. But commit, make that decision happen. And I wish I would have started back in 2014. Yeah. Because imagine being three more years in the market now. I mean, I would have at least double the amount of clients, if not more. Yeah, but it's okay. You know, everything happens for a reason. It starts at the right time, but I've learned that I'm no longer procrastinating. Either I do it or I don't do it at all. And if I don't do it all, that's it. It's off the list. I'm not dealing with it anymore. Yeah. And I think so many entrepreneurs, I mean, I did it too, prior to even going into entrepreneurship, worked in corporate for 15 years. Probably the whole time I worked in corporate, I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but it took me so long and I procrastinated similar to you, right? Is like we sit and ruminate and overthink like what's going to happen. And I just can't stress enough what you said in terms of taking that quick action, just making a decision. Otherwise, you're going to sit. That's going to just take up space in that old brain of yours in terms of like, what should I do? What, you know, and I think overthinking is something I see a lot of entrepreneurs do for sure. We all do that. And it's just a matter of getting better. And that's what one of my my steps when I coach clients is that, you know, you need to act, think, and be that person you want to be right now. So if you want to be a seven-figure entrepreneur, you yeah. got to act, think, and be like that person right now. I was like, what does that mean? It was like, <laughs> ask yourself, somebody that makes millions of dollars, you think it takes him three or four weeks to make a decision? I doubt it. Yeah. You know? So make that decision right now. You got to show up like that person right now. You got to think like that person right now. So if you're an entrepreneur, you want to be a five-figure entrepreneur, great, or CEO, great. Ask yourself the question, what I'm about to do right now, is that what a five-figure entrepreneur would do? 
or an employee? Ask that question. I'm sure you'll get the answer. You might mean wouldn't be perfect, but at least it'll trigger some things that I have. Yeah. That's one of the steps that I coach is really to think about acting can be that person right now that it lines up with your goal, lines up with your vision so you can move forward. Because if you're not that, if you're thinking, okay, well, great, this is my journey. I'm going to get there eventually. Then you're actually not believing that you're there already. And like, because if you can see it, yeah, you got to be that person right now. So you gave a good example there of like the, you know, being that person now. And this is kind of what really sparked me to start this podcast, Be the Sought After Entrepreneur is like, who are you? What type of entrepreneur do you want to be in order to attract the things you want in your life and your business? And so you gave a really good example of like, you know, weighing that is a seven figure entrepreneur really just sitting and ruminating for weeks and months and years waiting to make a decision? No. Is there any other like concrete examples? Because I know that being peace when we kind of are operating at a place that we are, I know it's hard for people to visualize, well, I don't even know what a seven figure entrepreneur is acting or being because I've never been there. So it's hard for them to like put themselves in their shoes or whatever goal they're trying to achieve. So is there any more concrete examples? Yeah. Well, I think everybody knows. Uh, And the reason I say that, because you know people that are making seven figures or eight figures because you follow them, you see them, you see what they do on the daily life. They drive around, they're on vacation and everything else. But even if you want to take it smaller down, okay, let's take it down to earth. I mean, as a five-figure CEO, somebody that brings, you know, a six-figure CEO, Ask yourself, I'm about to write all this countdown. I'm going to write all my website. Is that what somebody that brings in over $100,000 a year does? He sits down and writes his own website, his old content, sends all the emails, does all the IG, posts everything. I mean, really? Or does he hire out? And before you do every task, ask yourself. And that's a nice way to learn how to delegate, learn how to show up differently. It's like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to hire it out. I'm not yeah. saying just go hire out. And, and even if you don't, but I'm saying... Hire small, start thinking, ask yourself those questions. And as you get bigger to seven figure, eight figure, I'm sure like I even asked myself a question. I mean, this guy I follow and they have videos and they have, I mean, like hundreds of thousands of followers. He's a rabbi actually, and he's coach in my opinion, but he's a rabbi. And he does all those things and he's everywhere. So I'm asking myself, is he really doing all that by himself or does he have a team? Obviously he has a team that takes care of everything because he just can. So when you ask yourself, is this person that I'm following that I know is making at least six or seven figures? Is he posting on YouTube, posting this, doing this, posting that, writing the email, sending the website, doing the coaching himself, everything himself or not? No, he probably hired out. And that's really the goal. If you want to grow, you got to grow your team and you don't have to have 20 people working for you. You don't. Like literally, I have me and I have Zoe and Will and I have a couple of subs. Yeah. That we hire for tasks that they do for us. And that's it. I don't need. 20 or 30 or 40. I'm not looking for that empire. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for less decision time, making, working on what I want, spending more time with my family, making my six figures, you know, and and I'm happy with that's all I want. I don't need more than that. And if you want more, great, it's okay. Or if you want less, that's fine too. But just start by asking yourself those questions. What I'm about to do today, is this what a Five figure, six figure, just depends on what your goal is. And that's the reason I'm saying that. I see myself as a seven figure CEO, even though yeah. we haven't brought in seven figures in one year. Yeah. But I still, I, we already sold over a million dollars in sales, but, but still not a seven figure CEO. But that's the way I show up every day. That's awesome. why I don't work 20 hours. I don't think that seven figure CEO work 10, 20 hours a day. I just don't think so. Unless you may be a doctor and you're getting a yeah. brain surgeon, <laughs> but as an entrepreneur, 
I don't think it's good because you will find a way to have your team delegate. You will build it out so that you can spend because if not, then I think we should work a nine to five, get a good salary and not worry about anything. Totally. And I so agree with that. And I love that, again, that you shared like how like lean your business is, because I think that's the other fear that a lot of people have, or at least a lot of clients that I've worked with is like, you know, worried about growing this empire and then having all these staff and having this all this responsibility of people that they're going to have to pay and all the things and training and all of that. But I have sort of a very similar mindset in that you know, I want to keep my business lean. And so I have a small team that helps me, but it's like one person right now looking to hire a second, right? But I don't want that big empire, so to speak, as you mentioned. And I think really bringing awareness, having every entrepreneur just bring awareness to what they want. And it doesn't make one way right or wrong. (laughs) It's just like, whatever that goal is. Yeah. That's what I said. Whatever your goal is. Like I said, some people like that. Some people two people. I mean, I could have done this all by myself and hire somebody to do my content, my email, my social media, and that's fine. Yeah. But I know I'm paying, I have somebody that does my Facebook ads, for instance. I have somebody that do the podcast that we're going to start doing. Yeah. Everything is going to be hired out, but it doesn't mean that I need to have 20 people show up from nine to five because I don't show up from nine to five. So I don't yeah. expect them to show up from nine to five, you know, because I don't, I really don't. I show up at seven because I like to come early. I'm yeah. an earlier riser. I start my day five, but I like to be out of here by two or three o'clock in the afternoon. Less time working, making the same money or more by focusing on the right things, just the right mindset. I'm doing the best that I can. One of the things, as well as entrepreneurs, sometimes we put stuff out there and it doesn't sell and people don't buy and we make it about us. It has nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. My job is to show up, do the best that I can, and then I clock out. Yeah, That's yeah. the best I could do because I'm not going to sit here worried and frustrated and why it's not working and what am I going to... No, I'm going to, okay, I've done this, this doesn't work. Okay, let me go to tweak it. But as long as you show up, the universe is going to show up with you. That's yeah. what I believe. You know, I'm not going to worry about it. You know, I'm just going to do the best that I can. I'm going to clock out, spend more time with my family because, you know, I believe that money will always be deposited into our bank account. Yeah. But I believe that also time will never be deposited to our bank account. Exactly. So I want to use my time wisely with my kids, with my family, because I know they're never, ever going to be four years old, five years old, 14-year-old, 19-year-old ever again. And that's more important to me than anything. And again, maybe some people don't have families. Like, oh, I don't know what you mean. Well, great. Do that. When I was young, I was by myself. I worked 20 hours a day. Yeah. It's fine. If that's what you want to do. I don't think it was smart, but heck, you could do other things. Again, that's my personal growth, my personal learning. That's what I want. It doesn't mean it's right or wrong or it's a copy paste for everybody. Look yeah. at what it is. Define what success means to you. We people look at success. If you do those six things or seven things every day, you're going to be successful. Bullshit. You're not. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if I can say that word, but yeah. yeah. But you're not, not going to be because all you're going to do is what success means to that person. Yeah. What success means to you. For me, success is not worrying about my bills, money coming in and spending as much time as I can with my family, doing what I love to do, when I love to do it, from wherever I love to do. That's what success means to me. Love it. People, it will mean having a million dollars. Well, great. Guaranteed, when you have that million, you're going to want that too. So... Yeah. And that's kind of the mission that I'm on. And that's one of like the last questions I always ask my guests is like, what does success look like for you? Because I'm on a mission to help people redefine what success is, because I think we can look outside of ourselves and look at what somebody has and someone has and someone has, and I want that and I want that and I want that. And you get to that 
mountaintop and you're not happy. You know, I spent a lot of years chasing success and have had great success, but at the height of that success, I wasn't happy. And so that's part of my mission is to really help redefine that. And as you said, like, you know, time for you is and time with your family. That's the thing that, you know, really drives you. And for someone, it might be the million dollar business. And that's cool, too. Like, but we get to pick and choose what we want as our definition of success. And it's not what somebody else defines for us. So exactly. And that's one of the thing. I mean, like define what success means to you. Like yeah. make that definition work. You know, you touched on something and I think it's worth talking a little bit about, you know, I, I used to be one of those people that wants this house yeah. and wants this Audi R8 and I want to have the newest and I've had, I've had expensive stuff in my life, a lot of expensive stuff, which I wish I didn't because yeah. we are thinking that the new big thing, you know, having this and having this will make us happy and having the million dollars will make us happy. Having the $20,000 watch will make us happy. Having this will make us happy. And we get there and suddenly it's great for the week, two, three or four. But then it's like, oh, OK, well, next thing. Look at the, so I got this car. Now let me get this because this will make me happy. Between you and me and the audience, I don't even have a car. I walk to work. We have one Amazing. car in our family. Amazing. Because I, I, I live like one mile from my house. So I walk and I'm yeah. 10 times happier than a car because I walk. I breathe. I meditate. I listen to a lot of stuff. Great things, which most people can do. Now, obviously, if you're working in the city, it's something else or some far. I get it. But I used to have a big Audi and Audi never made me happy because I wanted the other one after that. What makes me happy is the inside, yeah. not the outside. And when you work on your inside, the stuff that made my kids when they run to me, my wife, my family, our dinners together, that's what makes, that's my inside, which no outside can replace by another car, another house, another million dollars. I mean, in the end of the day, what else can you have? That's it. Yeah. A jet, a plane. I mean, like, what else can you have? So when you work on the inner yeah. you, you will be 10 times happier and understand that you don't need the outside stuff to make you happy because that's temporary happiness. It could be one hour, it could be one week, but that's very temporary. But the inside, like I'm looking forward to after this show, which we're almost done. It's one o'clock. It's late for me. Yes. <laughs> go home and my kid is off and we're going to go get some stuff and go get some food for tonight and have a dinner. I'm looking forward to that. That yeah. makes me happy. And again, it doesn't mean that if you're looking for something as you're wrong, it just means at least define what makes you happy and understand that it's not the outside, it's always the inside. Yeah. Or at and least that, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, I totally agree with your opinion. And again, something that I, you know, spent the last, you know, couple of years for sure really working on because it was that like sort of inner peace and inner calm that I had to find within. So that I could even define what success was for me because I was on this like high achieving chase. Like if I just get this and I do this and I achieve this and I make this much sales in my business, then like I've I've achieved greatness. And it was like, what does that all of that really matter if I'm not happy on the inside? But I'm also like not spending time with the people that I love. Right. And, you know, my husband and my family and my friends. So I'm so glad that, yeah, you you kind of shared a bigger purpose of like what your why is and really helping our audience see what your definition of success is, because I am on that that mission of helping people just really kind of redefine it. And so I know we are kind of coming up to our time here. And I just wanted to say such a pleasure chatting with you. Is there anything else that you want to share with our audience? You know, I would say this in every podcast pretty much yes. is give yourself the opportunity to fail for the next 90 days. Love you know, it. Give yourself that opportunity to fail because a lot of people don't start because they're scared of failing. And if you haven't started because you're scared of failing, you already failed. 
So at least give yourself that opportunity to fail for the next 90 days. If you had an idea, decide that today is the day that you're going to make that happen. It does not have to be perfect. And there's no way in the world that it will ever be perfect because you can always make it better. Yeah. But get started now and, and give yourself that opportunity to fail for the next 90 days. So, so beautiful. And Alana has generously offered our uh, podcast listeners a 30% off discount code, which will be linked up in the show notes. Where can people connect with you if they want to connect with you and buy your planner or coaching and all that? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram. It's 90x goal planner on Instagram. So definitely follow me over there. Send me a DM if you have any questions, if you need some help, if you need any advice, feel free to reach out. And our website is 90x.co. And once you give him that code in the notes, you can uh, enjoy our product. And if you don't want to use the product, you can still take an A4 paper and use the same principles and see something happen already. Amazing, amazing. Again, it's been such a pleasure uh, having you on the show today. Thank you so much. Don't you just love the wisdom bombs that Alon dropped on us throughout this entire episode when it comes to prioritizing your goals and how to achieve them in a simplified way? If you want to try out his planners, and I highly recommend that you do, especially if setting goals and prioritizing what tasks to do throughout the day are really hard for you, I highly recommend that you try out his planners because he really has mastered this simplified process and he has graciously offered all of my amazing listeners, a discount code, which is CAT30. And you can head on over to his website and get your planner today at www.90x.co or check out the show notes. It's all linked up in there. Now on episode 21, I'm bringing on another kick-ass guest by the name of Keisha Fitzgerald. She's the host of the top-rated podcast, Empower Her, with over 3 million downloads in the first two years. She's also the founder and CEO of She Goes Company, which is focused on cultivating a global community of personal growth-obsessed women and helping women who want to launch and grow their podcast. Yo, her energy is absolute freaking fire, and she brought every ounce of it for this episode, where she shares how to truly love the process in this entrepreneurial journey, especially when we live in a world of instant gratification. I want it now. I want the success. I want the financial freedom. I want the trips around the world. She really does help you ground in this energy of embracing and loving the process. I promise you, you don't want to miss this episode. So make sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss when it drops next Tuesday. Cheers. Thanks for listening. We'll see you right back here next time. You can also find us on social media at Creatively Owned and online at creativelyowned.com. Until next time, keep showing up as your authentic self.